In Your Money Today, Caroline Wright finds out how the crypto industry is reacting to the recent clampdowns by regulators in the US. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. In Your Money Today, we're going to take a deep dive into one of the major concerns for the crypto sector at the moment. The recent crackdowns by the SEC in the US, which many analysts have said are starting to drive US-based centralised exchanges offshore. I'm joined now by Jeff May, who is COO of the digital asset exchange BTSE, to discuss the situation. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jeff. Hey, good to be here. Let's kick off with this. How much of a concern is the recent US crackdown on major players like Binance and Ripple for the industry? For the industry as a whole, definitely, I would say liquidity is the major thing on people's mind, right? Um, a lot of the volume came from the US or from exchanges that were, you know, servicing US customers. Now, with this out, all the exchanges are kind of getting scared, right? I think in the past few months, many exchanges just halted all services to North America, even Canada, US, just to stay on the safe side. No one wants to be a target, right, from the DOJ or SEC. Um, so, but yeah, I think right now it's really just about how to navigate this. There's a lot of legal issues that a lot of people want to avoid. I mean, it's a, for crypto, it's always a global market, right? Um, there's so many other places to operate. Why kind of shoot yourself in the foot with something that's very highly regulated? So I think that's just a major concern. One of the biggest concerns is kind of, securities, right? Are these crypto assets going to be regulated as securities or commodities, especially with altcoins? I mean, even if we took it, like, take a look at it now, Bitcoin and Ethereum, the two biggest assets are, are still not considered securities, right? So it's like, when, when is it, when is the tides going to shift? A lot of people are just going to be monitoring this, but I think overall, just, it's just everyone's right now in this state. It's just, we're just being very cautious. We just really want to make sure, you know, we don't do any, hit any red flags, do any cross the line anywhere, just kind of operate in, in the regions that are very more crypto friendly. One of the things you mentioned there is, I think, one of the, the biggest deals of what's going to be defined as a security. Um, do you think the SEC needs to kind of pull its socks up a bit and provide more clarity and get a move on? Or do you think it's right to take things slowly and, and carefully assess the situation first? And, and how difficult is that balancing act for the industry to, to stay on the right side of the law? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think all this type of stuff like regulation, it's all for the bigger picture, right? It's, it's actually good for the industry that they're taking note. Look, this is something that is eminent in the world right now. This is something that whether it's banks or FX traders or money changers, anything, they're, they're taking a look at digital assets, right? So it's like, if we want to incorporate this into the financial systems in the world, we do need to regulate it properly. So I think for the short term, sure, they might be a little bit slow and that's going to affect a lot of decision making on the operational side for a lot of centralized exchanges. But I think for the long term, they do need to kind of take their time. It's not like we want them to release something like, oh yeah, crypto's great. And then like two years later, oh no, this is not good, right? I, I think it's worth it that they really think it through and cover all the facets that might affect the industry as a whole. So I, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. I think we should take it you know, obviously, as a centralized exchange, I hope they do it faster. But yes, I think it's good for the industry as a whole to be very detailed and comprehensive. Now, one of the other things you mentioned there is how players in this field are now looking towards moving elsewhere out of the US whilst we wait for, you know, clarity on the matter. So where are they looking in Asia? And, and is Hong Kong, uh, you know, seen as a great place to be now? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even with Hong Kong, right, they, it's, they're very favorable. I think that's the first step. It's when, you know, very important officials up, up top say, look, we're, we're favorable. We're okay. We're open to have this. That's the first step. Now, again, it's the same, even with Hong Kong, right? They're still kind of working on what is the official 
statement here, right? What are the, what are the official rules that we can do? Um, I think Hong Kong is, is great. Hong Kong is a great hub. It's always been a very international hub for finance and especially its connection, you know, to China and everything. It's, it's a, it's a really good place for a hub. Now, just overall, we believe Hong Kong, a lot of, you know, over 80 crypto firms have expressed interest in opening an office in Hong Kong by March, right? When they release the news, um, including our own company. So it's like, a lot of people are there now. We're just kind of waiting, you know, operating under what is allowed right now um, and just waiting for what the official statement will be. So there's a lot of people who are considering applying for licenses and that because it seems like the regime here will be a lot more open. Correct, correct. So where do we stand with what's happening in mainland China? Now, Beijing's been pretty strict around crypto and, you know, put a lot of rules in place. Could we see the attitude changing and and a ban possibly being lifted if everything goes really well with all of these companies who are looking towards Hong Kong? Sure. Yeah, China's always an an enigma, right? If if, if you can consider like the original birthplace of crypto, right? China, you know, very, very early on, like 60, 70% of all the, you know, protocols and projects were coming out of China, especially all the mining and stuff like that, right? So I think from a historical perspective, they're, they're already very deeply ingrained in crypto, in, in, in crypto kind of the entire history. Now, the current regulation, I just feel like we've seen this before, right? It's, there's bans, there's bans lifted. I think we'll say history could repeat itself, right? But I think right now there's still very, it's not fully banned, right? For example, NFT marketplaces on the NFT space, they're, they're okay with that, right? I think ever since the government white papers on the stable coins and kind of digital currency in China released since May, they have been kind of talking about it more. We do see an increase in conversations. We do see an increase in Chinese capital moving towards gearing towards digital asset investment or asset projects. So, I mean, we see it, right? But I, it's hard to comment what the government will do. But I, I would just say from experience, there is a lot of momentum here and there's still even now there's still a lot of projects and and you know new technologies innovative technologies coming from china so that's something that they cannot ignore so they'll i think that they'll i won't say lift the band soon but they're definitely looking at it right now looking more broadly around the world we are seeing a lot of moves towards regulation uh, the eu has a uh, micro in place for example now after what's been pretty turbulent times and pretty difficult times how much of a booster are regulations coming into place finally proving for the industry and what could that say for adoption of crypto more broadly yeah yeah i think um Again, kind of like, as I mentioned earlier, regulation is definitely good for the industry. It allows people operate, let's say, legally, right? Operate with comfort, right? They can sleep at night, right? So all the different licenses around there, there's like MSVs, MTLs, all this type of stuff. It's allowing people, you know, the core is we need to move money from one place to another. We need to change money so into the right currency to move it from one place to another, right? So a lot of these licenses, you know, it's not as direct as like, yes, we'll allow you to change USD to PayPay token, right? But it's more like, yes, we'll allow you to move this money from this one spot to another, right? Now, for example, I think the EU is a good example. The EU has the most banks that are favorable for crypto right now. You know, ever since the fall of certain big banks, right, during the past few months that we've seen, a lot of have geared towards Europe to open bank accounts, right? And this really just allows the fiat gateway, which is the first step, right? How do you even get your fiat currency into crypto? Um, I think with these regulations, it's it's helping protect customers. It's helping protect, you know, governments to, to help them monitor and risk control all this stuff. So I think licenses, I especially in Europe, I think really helping out. And I think Hong Kong's gearing towards that way too, right? And once we can have everything licensed, everyone can operate very, very um, smoothly. I think it's all about uh, building confidence in the industry, isn't it? 
<laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> a belief, hope, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, great to be able to speak to you today, Jeff. That was really interesting to be able to find out your thoughts on where we stand around regulation of the crypto space. That's Jeff May, who is COO of BTSE. Thank you so much. So it's a pleasure to be here.